0: the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And to start the show, we're talking about are we actually seeing price reductions in the New Zealand property market? Now, this comes from a listener of the show, Anna, who says, can you talk more about if you're actually seeing prices coming down in today's market? And I want to get real practical and very, very specific about what we personally are actually seeing. So you can get a sense at home of what's actually happening out there. Now, sometimes I'm a bit reluctant to talk about us and what we're doing in terms of what we're seeing at Opus Partners. He gets a bit shy about that. But what I do want to do is actually give you a sense of what we are actually seeing, real prices, real properties, so you can see what is happening. Now the way this has come about is I did see an article in One Roof talking about how some property purchasers are nervous at the moment about putting properties under contract that have a long construction timeline. For instance, 12 months. And that article was suggesting that properties that are built today are coming at significant premiums. They gave uh-huh. an example uh-huh. of where properties that were already built, two bed townhouses in Auckland, I think out in Massey, which is in Who West Auckland. Who was developing them? I Don't have the details on that. Sold for 870k over a four-week period. For a two-bedroom unit. Apparently something down the road, which has a 12-month construction period, they're struggling to move it for
1: 780k. Which is really interesting. So we need to find out who the developer is and how they sold it, because I think there's a lot of developer hype going on at the moment, and they're selling down projects at higher prices. And then you've got other people that might have better prices that don't have the marketing machine. So I think some of those big developers will have difficulty when it comes Settlement time, but if things don't value up,
0: no, 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 because these are already built. Oh, they're already built. That's the thing. That's what they're saying. The thrust of the article was saying that people are willing to pay more for stuff that's already built. So, what Anne is asking here is: Are we seeing some of those price falls in new builds that have longer construction periods. Now the good news is that's what we specialise in and so we actually have some good data about it. So let me ask you this, what sort of price drops are you seeing, how big are they and how quickly are they coming
1: through? Okay, so there's a project in Christchurch that I just worked on recently. Initially they were about $659,000. I managed to negotiate a discount down on that one and got that down by $20,000. Now after a wee period of time, I actually managed to negotiate an additional $20,000 off for the final kind of month on that project. And then at the very end of the project, I managed to get off another $20,000, but that was just for the last unit. So a total of 9.1% drop and that compares to the Christchurch market, which is at a 3.5% drop. So- All of Christchurch
0: down 3.5%, but in this specific project, you're looking at a 9% drop. Now, that's kind of what we've been saying about how new builds are more responsive to price movements based on what the market's happening. And why is that? Now, this is a problem. So if a developer
1: has committed to the land, committed to the build, and they've got these projects all priced up, ready to go, but they've got no people to buy them, then they're probably not going to get their funding. So often, that's why you can get a bigger discount off a developer than you can if you go and buy something that's finished because they'll just wait for the next person to come along but... Okay, so is that a one-off example or have you got another
0: situation where we might have seen another drop?
1: No, it's a case-by-case basis because it depends how far down the project the developer is because they could just say, well, I'm not going to buy that land, I'm not going to do that development or I'll just mothball that in the meantime. But there's actually another example with some standalone houses in Rolleston, So they've been widely sold around eight thirty-five. And then less than a month later, I managed to negotiate them down to 799. Now, to be fair, this was a one-off, we managed to get five of them, but that was a 4.3% drop compared to the market increasing 0.4% over that same period. Now, what's interesting is the developer got the momentum they needed, now everything else is 8.35 again. (laughs) And I'll go through some more specifics in a
0: second, but what I really want to know, and I think this is a a very important question, are these drops you're talking about, or this negotiation, are those genuine price drops, or is that kind of mark-up to mark-down trickery Just to explain what I mean by that, sometimes you'll see a very famous appliance retailer. starts <laughs> with, Yeah, it starts with a B and rhymes with Smith's ghost. Will say they'll get a $1,000 vacuum in and they'll say it's 60% off. Now, no, 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 it's not 60% off. What they'll do is they'll take the price of the $1,000 vacuum, make it, two and a half grand, then discount it back to a grand. And so the discount looks big, except it's not a genuine discount. And I know that sometimes what people will ask about in property as well. Well, is it genuinely a 10% discount or if they just put the price up and then brought it back down? So what do you think? Uh, look,
1: these are genuine price drops because a lot of the time the market's already been established. People have already bought properties at that price. And then I've twisted the developers arm because I know they need a certain number of pre-sales and managed to. Get them down a little bit lower. There's a project in Auckland, exactly the same that I was working on just the other day. And we kind of gone back and forth with the numbers. We'd got it to an acceptable yield. We're happy with it, but the sales weren't happening fast enough. So I said, well, if you really want to do this, we need to go even lower, even though we've still got a great deal. If we go even lower, then maybe we'll get some momentum. We'll show the property partners will see that. They'll see the good deals. And of course, we had valuations to support the higher price. So it depends how much of their arm we can squeeze. The one thing I do want to point out is it's not necessarily about getting a discount per se. So there are plenty of properties that someone could buy from us and there might not be a discounted price. That doesn't mean that they're not a good deal. That just means they've already been negotiated to the lowest point to begin with. So every now and then I get a call from Kathy Faulkner on our team, and she says, now, what discount can I get on this? And I say, "Kathy, there's already discounted.
0: But what I would say is just because you're looking at something through whichever company you're using, and you might say, well, it hasn't got a price discount applied. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not a really good deal though. I think that's really important to note. The sorts of properties that get price discounts are the ones that haven't sold yet. So if something is really well priced for today's market, even if it hasn't then been discounted, it can still be the best deal and the one that goes. The ones that get discounted are the ones that need a bit of sharpening for an investor to pick up. And actually, I want to show you that for you guys on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. I'm going to share my screen. For you guys on the podcast, don't worry, I'll explain this. This. But what I've done is I've gone through and I've looked at five different properties from our team where there were discounts applied. And I've gone through and looked at, well, what date was the project originally released? And what date was there a price discount applied? So how long did it take for there to be a discount? And how big was that jump down? I'll give you a couple of examples. So here, let's look at property number C, which is based in Christchurch, originally came out in May, early May, for about 650K. And that was five two-bedroom townhouses. Now, about two-thirds of a month later, let's call it three weeks, that's when the first price discount came in. Prices dropped 20k, 3.1%. Then what happened is two months after that, so this was 22nd of July 2022, so we're talking about maybe a week or two ago from when we're recording this podcast, a further 10% drop, so total of 30k, and that's just over 4.5%. So this is where what's really interesting that I wanted to show was how long it could take for things to be discounted. Sometimes it might take only three weeks, but generally we're talking about two or three months. So that's, again, trying to reiterate my point there is just because something hasn't had a discount applied to it doesn't necessarily mean it's not a good deal. What tends to happen is properties become discounted simply so that they can become a good deal and get
1: that price movement. And then of course, what will happen is we'll use this data when we're taking on the next project. So if I look at something and say, hey, look, realistically, we've had stuff at that price, it doesn't work, make it this price and it will sell, then developers do that the first time. Okay.
0: So now what I want to talk about is well, what sort of prices are you seeing today? And let's compare them to what they might have been six, seven, eight months ago. I want to start with I know there are some properties, four bedroom, two bath, two garage, standalone houses out in kind of Kaiapoi Woodend North area, yep. which is in North Canterbury. Now the price on that is seven seventy five K today. Now, just to illustrate the point for Anna, what do you think that would have sold for, say, in November last year? Oh, they would have been eight twenty five last
1: year when the market was running hot so that's a 6% drop.
0: Okay, so about 50k declined there. Okay, so we've seen a bit of movement there. Well, I know there are some investors today who are looking at two-bed townhouses in we where in South Auckland purchase price about 700k. Now, thinking back to November last year what do you reckon they would have gone for? Mm, probably mid to high 7s. Yeah, okay. So let's call it what? 760. 760. We're talking about a, a, a 60k or discount. Any other kind of movements that
1: are kind of sticking out to you in your head? There's been a lot in Auckland, especially with some of those larger projects, and often the time to buy is at the start and at the end, because at the start, developers got to get their pre-sales, so they really, really discount. And I know there's one in Mangere that we've been working on at the moment, really interesting units. They were... $8.99. Now that's about a 40 grand discount from where the developer wanted it to be after he got a an valuation and everything like that based on today's pricing. So we managed to get another 40k off. And then of course, what will happen is when he achieves 20 pre-sales, which is what he needs, that price will jump up. And then he'll make up for the, <laughs> the prices that he's discounted here. And then of course they'll probably keep some till the end. And often if, if they just need to get a few stragglers away, then you might get a discount in there. But start. In the end, are always a good time.
0: Okay, and if we just come back and look at, and I realise we're only looking at five projects here, or five properties. If we look at the range of discounts, you're looking somewhere between, say, 2.5% all the way up to that 9.1%, and those are happening anywhere between... A month and say six or seven months that we're seeing those discounts come back on. You know, it's somewhere between sixteen thousand and up to sixty K at the maximum, just based on this small sample of what we're actually seeing out there in the market. One thing I do want to address though is there are going to be listeners of the show who are thinking, Holy heck, I bought at the peak of the market. So hearing about these price declines is pretty scary. And I think what's really important is to not be too hard on yourself because All of us are making decisions based on what we know to be true today. You know, we can't know what's going to happen next month or next week or in three months time, whether prices are going to keep going down, whether they're going to go up. Yeah, we could read the predictions, we can read the data to try and get a sense of it, but we're never going to be 100% accurate. And it's easy to be a genius in retrospect. It's really, really hard to, to take that punt and take on the risk of making an investment decision. And, you know, then we see prices perhaps not going the way you want. I think the important thing to remember is, hey, there's no point worrying about, oh, I should have bought at a slightly different time because you can't change that now. What you can change though is how you react to it and put measures in place to ensure you still can settle that property or to make sure that it is the right long-term investment for you. But here's what I would say is if you've got that long-term focus of 10, 15, 20 years investing in property, time will generally heal all wounds. And Andrew, I know I recently gave an example on a YouTube video of the property out in Rangi Order that you purchased at oh, the yeah. peak of the market. You settled it in, I actually looked at the data on it. I think it was October 2008. It was two months after the Rangi Order market peaked. Mm. And I think over that period, I think the market declined about 10% yeah. in total. Yeah. Now I actually looked at the numbers the other day yeah. and the market since when you settled that property yeah. is up 95%. Right. And I think you made about 400 grand off that. Ah, oh, there D- we go. Despite the fact- I'll buy the drinks tonight. Despite, that <laughs> you always do. Uh, <laughs> despite the fact that you bought at the peak of the market. Yeah. And so uh, for anybody out there who's like really freaking out, being like, oh my God, we're seeing discounts today. I just encourage you to keep that long-term focus. Yep. It's really important that you don't sell now if that's not the absolute necessary decision that you have to take. Like I would generally encourage investors not to sell now and instead to hold on. If you sell now, you are got to crystallise any loss that you've made on paper. Hold on for that long-term because that's where we're going to see you actually reap the long-term benefits of property and achieving what you set out to do at the start by making that long-term investment. But- answer the question here for Anna. Can we talk about the price decreases we're seeing? Hey, they are real. We are seeing them. Here's some data to support that of what we're actually seeing. Any other key messages
1: from you, Andrew? I do think that just bear in mind, if you are using someone like us or us, if you're buying something that hasn't been discounted, hopefully you've had someone represent pricing like this so that you know that today's pricing, so you know what is selling. So a property that hasn't been discounted might already be at someone else's negotiated price.
0: And one of the things that I just encourage you to do is your next step is we've released a YouTube video probably about two weeks ago about how to win at any part of the property cycle. So we talk about the troughs and the downturns, the booms and the peaks. Now, if you want to watch that, either just go to YouTube and type in Opus Partners, it'll come up. It's a great video, by the way. Or I'll just link it down in the show notes. So you podcast listeners, Tab will swipe over the cover art. There's going to be a link in there. Or just go to YouTube, you'll find it. And for you guys watching on YouTube, we'll link it down in the description so that you can get straight there. And of course, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. listening to the Property Academy podcast I'm your host Ed McKnight I'm Andrew Nicole. and we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies tactics and insights to help you get the most out of these little property market. until next time